Hey folks, just a quick note before this episode begins. This episode was recorded months before the untimely passing of Mr. Kentaro Miura. With that in mind, please excuse any comments made within that seem tactless or insensitive in regards to him and in retrospect. You don't, however, have to excuse any comments that seem tactless or insensitive on any other topic the fanholes discuss. We are the fanholes, after all, so send all your grievances via email or tweet and we'll maybe address them somehow eventually never. But seriously, as someone who is a relatively recent convert to Berserk fandom, my heart goes out to Kentaro Miura's family, friends, and the fans who have been with him for decades now. He will be missed and his work will always be remembered. Now, on with the show. Greetings, programs. It's me, Mike, the regular host of Big in Japan. No, it's it's not. That's that's a total lie. I've lied to you all. I've I've disgraced the name of Big in Japan already. I'm sorry, Justin. Justin is the rightful host of Big in Japan, but I'm taking over for just this episode. So, yeah. But yeah, this is uh Fanhole's Big in Japan, uh the uh Fanhole spin-off show where we talk about uh anime and manga and and stuff and thing and things of that nature um yeah so and uh, i i will be your host for this episode because uh i picked the topic and uh joining me tonight are hey what's up this is derek derek wc and this is justin in this world is the destiny of mankind controlled by some transcendental entity or law is it like the hand of God hovering above? At least it is true that man has no control, even over his own will. I picked the topic for this episode because I, I kind of wanted uh, to expose my fellow fan holes to something I've been grooving on recently. And not not so much recently as like I don't know like I I, I guess I I became I became an official fan of it like even like I was a poser fan before but now I'm an official fan of it. But uh, this episode we're talking about Berserk, uh, the long running uh, manga by uh, Kentaro Miura. Um, it's had several animated adaptations, and most Berserk fans will tell you that none of them have been any good. But you know I can get into that a little later, but. Um, to to give them like a sort of like taste of berserk and like a, a like an effective like you know a, a brief taste where they you know could kind of see like the main you know the, the gist of the 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 manga the story and everything um a, a YouTube channel a group of uh, talented individuals uh, called Studio Taka has has been making uh, motion comics of the berserk manga and they I mean they haven't been making them regularly but like they they released the first one in 2018 and then the, the second one uh just last year in 2020 and uh you know it covers the first uh self-contained story of berserk like called the black swordsman like the very first chapter 
chapter of the Berserk manga. And uh, yeah, it's it's really well done. I thought it was really like for a fan production. I thought it was really well done, and it it like most people like who are Berserk fans probably prefer it to you know most of the animated adaptations of Berserk. So I thought it would be a a good way to expose like Derek and Justin to Berserk. So and uh, yeah, so the, just for a little background information, like like I said, uh, Berserk's been a long running manga in Japan. Uh, it started in 1988. Um, it's, it's still ongoing. Uh, it's up to 363 chapters spread out over like 30 years. Um, I think, you know, many fans compare it to like sort of game of Thrones, being a, like a fan of game of Thrones because, uh, Kentaro Miura, like, you know, there's been multiple hiatuses between chapters. Uh, like, you know, he takes his art is very detailed and he takes his time plotting and, it's like it's it's kind of agonizing sometimes to get a new like fix for Berserk. Did, um, did HBO just sign him to an exclusive contract so he won't finish any of the manga? Exactly. Yeah, okay. he doesn't like okay. they paid him already, so he doesn't actually okay. have to finish it. No, no, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what the deal is, but all all I know is like there were like multiple hiatuses over the years where like there would be no chapters like for months and months and months. And last year, like only, I think three chapters were released over the entire year. So, but uh, I mean, it seems like he's sort of winding up like his story, but it seems like there's still a lot up in the air and a lot left to go. So like, you know, fans are hoping that, you know, something unfortunate doesn't happen. And like, he actually gets to finish Berserk because it's, you know, it was a very long running and very consistent like manga, like because, you know, he's he's been in control of it for the last 30 years. So, you know, it, everyone wants to see this long, like sprawling mythology come to like a satisfying conclusion. So, you know, it, it's kind of like Game of Thrones, I guess. So, yeah. Qu- but... Question, because I'm not a poser, but I am a noob. <laughs> what like uh, I, I appreciate what you just explain to everybody that the manga started like long ago right but like since you talked about all the various hiatuses in terms of like say 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 i wanted to be like like mike right i aspire to be like mike and i want to i want to not be a poser fan i want to be a real fan like what how many chapters are we talking about that are actually completed that one would have to like read i guess in order to get the whole story or how many collected volumes are there or something there are individual chapters which i think are about the length of a you know standard american comic book like you know 20 pages 20 something pages uh there's 363 and that's spread across in, in in um in in the west uh, Dark Horse has been translating and collecting this, and I, I think it's spread across like forty volumes right now. So okay. uh, yeah, okay. So that's that's quite an investment then. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Okay. Uh huh. But yeah. So what I like, what I was saying about like you know I did I I'm not a poser anymore was basically back in like uh, 2002 maybe. Um, when you know i was first kind of heavily getting into anime and stuff uh i watched me and my roommate like watched the original like 1997 anime the adaptation of berserk which is 26 episodes it adapts what they call the golden age arc which is basically uh, guts's backstory and like tragic origin and whatever and uh you know it kind of ends on a not a cliffhanger but I think I described it to you guys as it, it ends if as if if Game of Thrones ended on the Red Wedding and that was it. Like basically like that's how the the 1997 like, you know, kind of ends. So it's kind of for like it for years. I was kind of curious, like, where does it go from here? Like what what happens now? Like, like I, now I want to know, like sort of. But I, I never followed up on it because it's like it's it's a dark dark series and it was hard to you know once you hit that last like episode and like the end of the golden age arc like it's hard it's a hard read like like emotionally draining and just you know kind of revolting in places so um is it is it kind of like being committed to reading something like the walking dead or something like that yeah it's 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 almost even worse than that it's like it's Mm. it's gruesome it's it's you know 
It's just people like you, you, you're fond of saying like, you know, watching Oz almost where you're oh, like characters okay. you're, okay. you, you've grown to, you know, relate to and like grown accustomed to are suddenly like horribly like violated and mm. killed. Like, and okay. you're, you're just like, Oh my God. Like, I don't, yeah. But I don't know, like a few months ago, I just had a bug up my butt and I, I, I think I saw some video on YouTube where someone was like an analysis of like the last berserk anime that started in 2016 and how like universally kind of reviled it is. Cause it's like, it, it has this really unattractive mix of like c- CG and cell animation that looks terrible. Mm-hmm. And like, it's just not a very good adaptation at all. And like, so I watched that and I was like, I was like, Oh, this like continues on from the 1997 anime. So then I was like, well, I don't want to watch this shitty anime, but I, I still kind of, I'm still, I still got that curiosity to see where the story goes from here. So I decided to read all of Berserk and like, it took me like two or three weeks, but I, I plowed through all of Berserk and yeah, now, now I can, I was like, now I'm not a poser anymore and I can suffer with everyone else for like, you know, months <laughs> at a time for a new chapter. Like, so, you know, because I, I did no research on this. I just, I, I, I watched the two um, motion comics, the fan-made motion comics, and I watched that first episode of the 1997 uh, anime. Um, and then, I guess, what I'm wondering is, so, so, so the 1997 anime was the first time they tried to adapt the manga. And then is the is the one you mentioned that tries to continue that has the combination of of cg and and animation that looks kind of awful like that's the 2012 anime and that tries to pick up from where the 97 anime left um, off that's the 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 one i was describing is the 2016 anime oh Don't, okay sorry in in 20 i think it's yeah either 2011 or 2012 they did a, a three movie trilogy that was released in theaters in Japan that also okay. adapted like the Golden Age arc, like the 1997 anime did. Okay. Okay. So like you know they because it's it's mostly a self contained story and I mean it's basically a prequel like so because the manga goes from this story which we watched in this motion comic form to like a couple other like kind of episodic things of guts wandering around doing his wandering black swordsman thing. And then eventually, like, Miura does the Golden Age arc, which lasted for a long, long time and, like, told how Guts got to this point and, you know, like, his whole, like, you know, the whole origin of, and how he became the Black Swordsman and whatever and how he was branded and all of that. And then after that, like, it, the, the story went back to the present and continued on, like... So basically what you've got is the 97 anime and the movie trilogy from the early 2010s both uh, adapt the Golden Age arc. Then the 2016 anime adapts after that, like for I think it's it's 26, another 26 episodes or so or 24 episodes. And it tries to adapt more of the manga after that, but it kind of condenses and rearranges things and you know combined with the uh animation like it was not very popular and it doesn't seem like it'll continue so like you know did they ever try to make any like live action version of this property at all i don't think so i that i've never looked into but they they, berserk has a lot of video games that like adapt more like most people will it's funny there's a ps2 game that adapts past like the golden age arc and most people will compare the cutscenes in that to the like actual scenes in 2016 berserk that adapt the same scenes and they're like how does this fucking ps2 game look better and like come off better than the 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 2016 anime doing like the same exact scene like it's it's and, like, man, this is like a shame. Like, I but, mean, probably, probably money and and effort, right? Like, yeah. that's probably the the real answer to it. But you know, it's it's interesting because I I I don't know. I mean, I I don't have virtually any history with this, but I do have like, uh, you know, that that kind of what is it the. Uh, you know, by by osmosis, you know, like you 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 kind of are inundated with certain properties and stuff like that. Like I I seem to have 
recollections of you know berserk being mentioned and i think i even understood the characters you know the lead character's name was guts maybe before we started this i think like i, I you know but it it was kind of like vagary like it it looked you know it, it did kind of look medieval to me like your game of thrones comparison you know so so i mean i i had some familiarity with the visual aesthetic of it um yeah. Well, most most people do like credit this and like you know Record of Lodos War as like really opening up like the sort of dark fantasy genre in Japan. Like uh, up until then, it was mostly like a Western thing, like you know, like Lord of the Rings, like you know, dark fantasy elves and magic and stuff like that. But like that, most people like credit Berserk and like you know stuff that was released ar- along the same like time, like Record of Lotus War, as like being you know really uh, opening up that genre in like manga and anime. And I mean, also I think you can kind of see too a lot of influence from like Western comics, almost like in terms of like guts being sort of like a you know. Guts is basically a early ninety, late eighties, early nineties anti-hero kind of like. I mean, he can can I can I give you my quick elevator pitch for what I felt like I saw? Like I felt like Guts is if Conan and the Winter Soldier did a fusion ha, and then he gets see th- th- this was the part of it that like like. I got a little confused about because it's like he shows up on the scene kind of like a Kinshiro dude and he's like super badass in this tavern and he frees the little fairy androgynous fairy thing right and then I was kind of like okay so this this Conan Winter Soldier fusion character meets Kiro from fucking Cardcaptor Sakura and is like hanging out with it but doesn't really want to hang out with it and then i had to re-watch the motion comic because i guess he he walks into town and he's telling them like tell everybody the black swordsman's here so they all should be shitting their pants but then he walks into town and it's like the entire army surrounds him and then he's immediately captured and i felt like i missed that you know, so I was like, wait a minute, is this a flashback to like who he is? And like he was captured a long time ago. And I'm like, no, he just kind of walked into town and got captured. But I thought he was badass, but he got captured. And then I'm even more confused at how he breaks free of his capture because <laughs> I was like, and I don't know, maybe you could explain this to me. But I was like, OK, so he's in the he's in the dungeon. He's getting whipped and tortured and all this shit. And then he's got his little, uh, I don't know, his little Damien Hellstrom pentagram, you know, whatever it is, right? This this sigil that seems to secrete even more weird demon blood or so- something weird is going on with that that little tattoo brand that he has, right? And he, he kind of smiles, and, and it, it's almost like it, it was all part of his master plan to get kidnapped or get brought here so he didn't have to fight through a bunch of guys just to get where he needs to be or something and then like i felt like the next thing i knew like the bad guy who reminds me of like all the serpent men from the fucking conan animated series comes down rages the 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 town because i guess he's like a proxy for the the mayor who's like the little bald priest dude or whatever that's all afraid because now you know this guy like messed with his men or something so they come and they raise the whole town and then before you know it this tower that guts was locked up in is rubble and then he just kind of stands up out of the rubble has a fight with the king hiss guy and it looks like king hiss is going to kick his ass and then he pulls the winter soldier move where his like cyborg arm turns into fucking hordax arm cannon and he blows the serpent guy away and then he uses his big fucking bleach you know magic you know gigantic ginormous sword and like lops the guy in two and then he slowly like and i might be conflating the anime and the the manga at this point but like i think he's slowly like you know (sighs) torturing him because he's some kind of immortal demon you know lieutenant or something where it's like he can't really kill him but he's like look i'm gonna 
I'm going to make you feel what it feels like to be human. So I'm just going to keep shooting you with arrows and, and do all this nasty, torturous shit to you. And kind of like he, he basically seems like he has some kind of vendetta against that cult or organization well, or of snake people or whatever the fuck that guy belongs to. Well, it's funny, like you said, like Conan and the Winter Soldier, because I, I actually have like a, I wrote an equation down like that you guys would like, you know, cotton to like Guts has DNA basically from it's like if the Punisher, Blade, the Vampire Hunter, Conan, the Barbarian and Ash from Evil Dead all like fused, basically remove Winter Soldier from that equation and put in like Ash from Evil Dead. Okay. Basically, okay. because Guts is also not right in the head, like, a little bit. And, like, yeah, like the Punisher, you know, he's he's this black-haired guy who's on a... who has a basically psychotic, almost, vendetta against these demons, which are called apostles. And, uh, what do you call it? And that also kind of ties into, like, the Blade, the Vampire Hunter DNA, sort of, where, um, you know, he's, he's hunt, he hunts these creatures... And like he also has sort of a sort of a a blade like birth like origin like story like he I don't know if you noticed or paid a whole lot of attention to like the end credits of the first episode where there's you know the end credits are over a, a tree with a bunch of hanging corpses and there's a baby on the ground and that's guts because because guts was born from a corpse basically like his mother like was hung and he was born from a corpse so and then then you've got like the conan the barbarian dna where yeah he he's a wanderer you know he wanders around town you know and he, he kind of like for the first like arc he kind of gets into these like sort of episodic kerfuffles like where um you know he's hunting an apostle but he also has to help someone in town or, like, he just gets tangled up in this other shit that he doesn't want to deal with. And then, like I said, like, Ash from Evil Dead, he's got, like, the fake arm with a hidden weapon in it. And uh, he's, yeah, his he's kind of been driven sort of out of his head by what he's gone through. So, yeah, but that, that that's my equation for Guts, basically. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. I mean, the, the Blade thing, too, I guess, because he's... I mean, I guess the they they oh, are. Yeah, then, I was uh, gonna say uh, like the the dragon slayer, which is his sword. It's like don't don't say his bleach ass sword. Like bleach would be lucky to have the dragon. Right, right, this right. Well, OG. that that that's that's why I'm I'm a noob, right? Like yeah. so. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I know I know what you mean, but I don't. Ju- Justin, what what do you have a history at all with Berserk or? My history is very minor. Like, I'm familiar with the anime. I think my buddy in high school had, like, a um, bootleg VHS tape with maybe the first three or four episodes. Because I can remember watching it with him. Like, we we had heard about it. Like, we heard, like, the, you know, we heard Berserk was, like, this really badass anime similar to Fist of the North Star. Only it was, like, a fantasy setting. So we were pretty excited to watch it. And we enjoyed it, and then I just never, you know, got around to watching any more of the anime or, or reading any more of the manga. When the, um, the newer anime came out, like I was kind of curious. I was like, okay, I might watch that. And then, that series has the same animation style as the Fist of the Blue Sky remake. It's got it's that shitty like oh. Okay. Kind of like okay. CGI looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mess, and I I only managed to sit through two episodes of that uh, Blue Sky remake. I was like, this is this is awful. And it like I've read a good bit of that Blue Sky manga, and it kind of like it's like it starts somewhere in the middle and it leaves out a bunch of stuff, and then it like tries to go back and fill you in. It's like they. It's like they took the story and put it in a blender and just kind of like threw it on there. And I was like, I don't like I don't understand what they're doing. And the, the animation like is awful. So I I didn't watch any more of that. And I was like, oh, Berserk has the same style. Oh, that's too bad. So I never did watch that. Uh, but, you know, the newer Berserk. And that's my history with Berserk. 
I guess what the story is is that they they originally had these really detailed CG models that they were going to use, and like it was going to be more of a CG like show, but their computers like couldn't handle rendering it. So and it, like they didn't have enough time to like scrap everything and restart. So but what they did was like super simplify all the CG models and use a lot of shortcuts, and it shows like on screen. It really shows. Like yeah, but um. This uh, fan-made motion comic, like, I, I really enjoyed these two episodes. I was really impressed with how well-made they were. I mean, I, I know you said, like, no, no, these like these are these are really good. You'll like them. They, they're very well-made. They're better than some official motion comics that yeah. I've yeah. watched. Like, I'm looking at you, uh, Marvel, like, some of your crappy, like, motion <laughs> comics. Like, the voice acting is very well done. Like, whenever they have to, like, animate... Um, something like especially if it's like the uh, the elf or whatever you know it Hawk. is yeah like some of that animation is very well done even if it's just like you know it's being expressive or you know it's sad or, or it's kind of like disgusted like it's it's very well animated and I just I was genuinely impressed with it and I was like oh it's too bad like they have to you know, I, I assume they put a ton of work into this on top of like, you know, having a day to day life and job. But, yeah. you know, it's it's too bad that like, there's only two episodes because I was really into it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will. You know, again, that's one thing. The, the production of this, you know, this fan made motion comic I thought was was really well done. I thought that I mean because I you know I'm I'm a fan of certain motion comics I mean some you know some of the Marvel ones are better than others right like some of it some of it works within the context of of uh, a motion comic and some of it is horribly off or whatever but this this was I thought was very well done I mean they had nice sound effects like you said they had nice uh, VAs you know nice nice voice actors portraying the characters the one thing I wanted to ask about since you had us watch the the anime i feel like did they did they pilfer the intro from the anime because i i felt like it was the same guy doing the little narration at the beginning of each of the motion comics I as it was in the anime i don't think so but like they probably yeah. just had someone who sounded like him but it, yeah like it, yeah maybe if that's the case and they were they were shooting to sound like the anime then they they fucking nailed it then because to me i mean i again i'm a noob so i i just haven't yeah. watched this i i watched it and went hey that sounds like the same guy like and i was like wondering did they just you know take the track and use it or or if if, if it's somebody going for the same vibe then then they did a great job yeah, the, that's like sort of the opening, like, let's say the inside of cover blurb that accompanies like every like chapter of Berserk with the, you know, the demon hand holding that the, the you know, the it's called a bailet with the jewel with the like eyes, the scrambled eyes and nose and mouth on it. And it's a very important artifact for the series. But yeah, the, the, you know, is, is, you know, is there any such thing as like free will? Like does man have control over his own fate? Like, and like it, that's, that's like the core theme of the series is basically fate and destiny. And like, basically guts real fight is against like destiny. And that's what like, I guess I'll, I'll spoil a few things for you, but like I'll, I'll kind of like leave out the details. But basically, that brand like that is on Gut's neck, and like the Snake Lord like calls it, you know, the brand of sacrifice. That basically denotes that Guts is destined to be killed, basically, because he was part of a sacrifice for, let's say, like someone who was very close to him to gain demonic power. And that person had to gain that power by sacrificing all the ones like they loved. And Guts was like fated, like was one of those people and he was fated to die, but he escaped. So and basically that brand, whenever it's bleeding, it, it means demons are near because demons are drawn to the brand because they want to kill Guts because it, it's he's fated to be killed because he was sacrificed, basically. So that I mean, that's what that brand is. And so um I think it's it's in the anime, like the first episode of the anime, but like Guts can't sleep at night because basically the spirits and stuff like like are drawn to his brand. So he's like he's constantly under attack and like haunted by it. 
But and that's kind of why he's kind of unhinged in some scenes because he like if you watch the golden or read the golden age arc and you see like finally how it builds up and to that like last like you know horrible like scene like you 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 understand why guts acts the way he does why even Derek what you were saying about him being captured like if you again if you would read or seen like the golden age arc you would understand that. It doesn't matter to him that he was captured. And what's more, if he really wanted to, none of those men would have stood a chance. If he really wanted to just carve through them, he could have. So you're probably right in saying that that's exactly where he wanted to be. Can I can I ask, just because just we, we watch the different versions, like, does... Let's see. How should I phrase the question? So, so you know how you said there were there were I guess those movies made of the original arc after the ninety seven anime. Does do the movies feature the androgynous elf person, or do they stick with the little girl and the grandpa that were no, in the see, first episode? What saw? happens is yeah, like, like Puck and Puck is the little elf, and okay. like he's kind of guts. His- is like sidekick and like he's introduced you know in this these first two original manga chapters and he he tags along with guts the 97 anime like adapted him out like completely like more or less like you you, uh, you saw it like you know the instead they kind of brought a scene from a later chapter where guts like saves like a little girl and her grandfather like from some thugs in another bar and instead of like you know in in the actual manga and in this like motion comic yeah, he, he actually saves puck and you know puck puck serves a couple of purposes like in the story like obviously he's like you know the comic relief because guts is like you know such a relentlessly kind of grim character well not relentlessly you see like guts kind of laughs sometimes and like you know gets all like super deformed too on occasion but um and puck also serves like the technical uh sort of um function of he's able to heal guts and Guts, like, you know, goes through a lot of punishment over the course of most stories. So uh, with we, with Puck's, you know, like, kind of fairy dust or whatever, it actually heals Guts. So, like, that's why he tags, he, you know, it, it's, a, it's a functioning, like, character in both dramatic and technical, like, you know, uh, aspects, basically. But, so but yeah. Puck, Puck is Link from Legend of Zelda when he goes into the little... <laughs> fairy things to get the power ups and everything. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, it's like Conan the Barbarian or Ash, Ash from Evil Dead, and like Link, like tagging along on his like adventure, like <laughs> or whatever. But but Link is also like more or less helpless and just like flutters around and heals him after he's had his like guts ripped out or whatever. So did they did they adapt Puck out of the these those film versions or whatever? Yes. Or? Well, oh, okay. sort of like. The, the Golden Age arc, which takes place chronologically before this story, like, this is the first time Guts met Puck, and those movies adapt the Golden Age arc, so there's no reason for Puck to show up oh, at all. Oh, 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 so they didn't, they didn't, they didn't technically remove him, they just, that, those stories that they adapted just didn't feature yeah, him. Yeah, didn't feature okay. him, yeah. Okay. And, like, th- I guess that's probably why they adapted him out of the 97 anime, too. Like, the, the same thing, because they weren't gonna... Uh, at least at first, they weren't gonna get to him, so... But, yeah, like, Puck is a... You know, he, obviously, he's both comic relief, and he's someone that, uh... You know, you need... The Punisher needs, like, you know, like, microchip or someone to, like, bounce off of, kind of. And, like, you know, that's what Puck is, like, at least in the early stages of Berserk, like, to, to Guts. Um, let me, I, I wrote, like, the wiki had, like, a really brief, like, paragraph-long summary of what the, these two motion comics, like, cover. So let me just read that, and we'll talk a little more in-depth about it. A brooding, solitary swordsman makes his way to the town of Coca killing an unidentified female monster one night while en route. Upon arriving in the town, he immediately makes his presence known by killing several coca thugs in a tavern, leaving one victim alive to send word of his approach to the town's ruler. He also unintentionally makes an invaluable ally by freeing an elf named Puck, who in return frees and heals the swordsman when he is caught and imprisoned in a coca jail. The swordsman gives his name to the elf, Guts, Receiving word of the Black Swordsman's presence, the bloodthirsty Snake Lord rides through, through Coca in search of his aggressor, 
burning down everything in his path and leaving a trail of corpses in his wake. Guts eventually intercepts and does fierce battle with the Apostle, incapacitating the Fiend and interrogating him for the whereabouts of the God Hand before leaving the demon to burn to cinders. And yeah, that's the, the, the pilot of, I like to call it the pilot of Berserk, basically. And like, like Justin said, like the, the motion comics are extremely well done. And like, you know, if this had been like, you know, it's it the first episode of the 97 anime also adapts this story, although it leaves out a lot and it adds in a couple of things that don't actually make sense like where the manga goes but they didn't know it at the time because the manga hadn't gone that far at the time there there's a lot of information thrown at you and like stuff you don't have context for like you know like i i explained to you guys the brand that guts has the apostles are basically uh, and i'll I'll explain what the baila is too which is that little jewel you saw like the the sort of egg-shaped necklace like dangler that and you can see it in like the end credits too, where it rearranges into a face that cries blood. And basically, what a bailet is is it's get, when a person has a bailet, um, they can at any time. Well, when they they reach like their the like lowest depth of despair, they can summon the God Hand, which is a bunch of uh, uh like the upper echelon of demons. And the God Hand basically makes that person offer, like, because they sense, like, their despair. Like, you can, we, we'll make you into an apostle, like a demon. And, like, all you have to do is sacrifice that which you love. And, like, if that person does it, then that, though, everyone, like, they love is branded with the brand of sacrifice and sacrificed. And that, that person becomes a demon and, like, kind of, you know, in the Buffy kind of vein, loses their soul and becomes, like, amoral and, like, you know, possibly cannibalistic and it can transform into like sort of a monster form like the snake baron so like that's basically what that is the god hand okay the god hand is basically i i I called guts like the punisher the god hand is basically if the punisher was trying to hunt down and kill like friggin' like korvac or something like that's how powerful like the God Hand is basically. Like the, there's five members of the God Hand, and each of them are like the upper echelon of demons, and they they can like warp reality, warp time and space, and their basic goal is to like consume sort of the mortal plane into their own, own like you know hellish dimension, and they do that by like turning mortals into like uh, their apostles. But yeah, so I mean, there's like I don't know if that illuminates any like things you might have been unclear about in this story. But I, I still think the synopsis is lying to me because I'm I still think I'm stuck on that. So guts is in the tower locked up because he wants to be there. That's fine. I have no problems with that. But then the very you know puck comes in. And then they have that little spat where he's like, oh, I didn't save you. Like, I didn't give a shit about you. And then it gets its feelings hurt and flies away. And I thought, like, wasn't wasn't it there to, like, leave him the keys to the cell or do something like that? But then then the whole fucking tower crumbles. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, that, I that, assume I Guts got out before it crumbled. Okay. Because like, Puck know. left him the keys. So I just okay. assumed he, okay. you know, he... So, so the logic was supposed to be, even though it got its feelings hurt, the keys were still there, and at some point, he probably used the keys and got out of the, the Rapunzel yeah. Tower or whatever. Okay, because I, 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 I feel like that was something where, and it could be, you know, that could be my fault. Like, maybe I wasn't paying close enough attention, but I just, I, I felt like I was missing that part of it, because I was like, wait, you you... You shoot away the person that was going to help you escape. Like, why would you do that? Like, but then, yeah, I know. See, yeah. even even that is like a part of Guts's character. Like, cause his whole like anti-hero, like grim and gritty, like sort of like attitude. Like, even that is sort of explored. Like, I guess, like in in chapters that that are to come, where you you kind of like finally, like. It's, you know, like, the Punisher has to remain the Punisher just because Western comics are just like that. They're cyclical. Like, no matter how much you change the Punisher, eventually someone is going to come back and change him back to the way he was, basically. And, you know, the core basis of the character. But what makes, like, Berserk great and what makes Guts great is that he's not nailed down to that 
archetype and he he undergoes a really like long and convincing like character arc where and and you you understand like his actions and his mindset like so well like after like I know I'm not like I'm just kind of selling it to you guys but his evolution over like th- 300 plus like chapters of continuous manga is like so believable and like you understand like every facet of how he thinks like by you know at chapter 320 something but like i like i'm just i'm kind of gushing over it because he's like i don't know he's just one of the best like in a manga this length like he's just one of the best like characters that have like been developed in this way i guess like i i feel like a lot of manga protagonists are kind of stuck like in a certain way, like and even in like I said, Western comic book protagonists have to have a sort of cyclical like character development sometimes, where they have to be reset to zero on occasion. But like Guts is like he goes from you know being like this loner and like this you know this guy who doesn't care about well on the surface doesn't care about like other people and whatever, and he, he eventually you know through a bunch of believable like circumstances he. He, he he forms this kind of own like sort of little like mini junior avengers team basically <laughs> like by the end but yeah like, i thought I, I was gonna say i thought you were gonna compare the snake apostle to like serpentor or something derek i mean there, there's that aspect to it i suppose but i mean i i literally thought he was a snake man like it, it totally reminded me of like you know, you know what I'm talking about the '90s Conan cartoon where yeah, it was like yep, he was uh-huh. stabbing him with the star sword or whatever the hell that was called. Like that, that's that's immediately what I went to where I was like, oh, this is this is like all the snake gods and in, in Conan and shit where he's just you know going well, after. At the very those guys. least, like you know, guts like dismembers the guy, doesn't like just touch him with the sword, and then the snake guy goes oh, and like turns into smoke. Right, whatever, right, right, right. Like on that cartoon, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I love like I think that was super cool like the dragon like, the so- guts's sword like it's almost like a character in its own basically like or eventually you kind of get to know it like a character like it's always like, guts is always like you know carrying it on his back and like it uh they they use it a lot as a metaphor for guts's mental state like when it's chipped and broken and stuff like that and there's a lot of chapters that like focus on that and like the cool thing is, it's like Guts, eventually Guts has killed so many demons with that sword that it it like it's soaked in some so much demon blood that it exists in both like the hell dimension and the like mortal plane. So it can like slay like creatures that aren't even like in our dimension. Like it can destroy ghosts and stuff. Like like that's how like powerful eventually it gets. Of course, they had to do the one this famous probably from the opening like couple chapters of the manga um that describes like the dragon slayer where you know they have to do the you know narrator like actually has to say the line like it's like you know dark knight returns frank miller dialogue where you know you know it was much too large to be called a sword like massive heavy and far too rough indeed it was more like a hulking mass of iron that that's like famous like among you know manga fan berserk fans like you know that's that's an iconic line but yeah i just wanted you know to to expose you guys to this because i think it like you know i think it was super cool like i the 1997 anime it isn't bad but it's just not like complete i guess like they like i said they adapt a lot of stuff out the dub is about as good as a you know early 2000s anime dub can be you know it's not it's no cowboy bebop but it's like serviceable like and the cool part was though they brought back all the english dub actors from the 97 dub for the like 2010 movie so that like that was kind of nice and like they they, okay yeah that in they they all kind of you know improved as actors by then all you care about is swinging your sword against others you don't care at all about the lives of the men you lead. You're just a mad dog. <laughs> Say it again. Say it again if you dare. You don't care at all about the lives of those men you lead. You're just a mad dog. 
You're wrong. I'm not like I used to be. I care about the Hawks. I do. At, at the very least, like the, the early 2000 movies are, or 2010 movies are not bad. But again, they're just kind of lacking in places. Like scenes aren't included. And yeah, I don't know. It's just, and, and th- also in battle scenes, they also use like the cell shaded CGI that looks like ass and like a lot of scenes. And Berserk fans will tell you, like, there's never been a like 100% good like animated adaptation of berserk maybe there never maybe there never will be or maybe when if he ever finishes the manga like maybe they'll give it another stab but you know unless they're they're willing to go the full like full metal alchemist brotherhood and like do it like you know shot for shot panel for panel like from the beginning like i don't know if that's ever going to happen 363 manga chapters probably will translate to like you know i don't know anywhere in between like 200 and 300 episodes probably so yeah and i i would imagine something an undertaking like that you'd be more likely to be confident about it if the manga were actually finished first right yeah uh-huh well curiously were you guys surprised by guts's cannon arm like did you was that like totally out of nowhere like you thought like oh this i thought this was going to be like a medieval sort of setting and he has a cannon in his arm I, I don't know if I knew about it ahead of time, but I guess I just kind of was like, okay, he's got a, you know, like, I mean, I don't know. I, I could tell he had a cybernetic, like so, something was up with his arm, right? So then I was just like, oh, cool. He's got a, you know, a hidden surprise for his his opponent. Like that's, you know, okay, cool. Yeah, it's you a, know, like, and it's not, it's like a one shot deal. Like he has to reload it after that, like single shot. Like, right, but, right. And it, like that, like it's cool. Like they they go in the manga, they go into great detail about how that arm works, and like it's like you know it's made of like steel and wood and pulleys and stuff. And he can't actually grip anything with that hand, but it's magnetized so he can hold like his sword like in two hands. So like he, you know when he touches his sword, it automatically grips to his sword, but otherwise. He just kind of uses it as a, you know, as a bludgeon or a, or if he just wants to use a surprise like cannon shot. And then he's got like his little repeating crossbow that he like cranks and he always seems to have unlimited arrows for that. <laughs> yeah, I kind of laughed when he stuck that one arrow in the guy's nose. Like that was pretty funny. I, I, I thought it was interesting that that repeating crossbow seemed to have its own character introduction in the manga but i think in the the anime episode it was kind of good i guess because you said they they pulled the the you know grandpa little girl scene from some other point in the manga where maybe the the crossbow didn't have that introduction there was like less of the crossbow in that and then i think later when he's he's fighting the apostle then there's a moment where he that that weapon gets its own introduction, which is not as cool, I guess. But you know, he's he's kind of spraying the apostle guy with all the arrows and everything. I guess one thing I was wondering because I I didn't I again I I watched the two motion comic episodes you asked us to, and then the the one episode of the the anime. When I did searches because I felt like watching it on my TV, so I searched for you know Berserk motion comic. And and I just double checked because I'm like, is this the one that Mike sent us? And I said, okay, it is good. And then I watched those. But I did notice as I was like flipping around, you know, my YouTube app on the the, the Xbox, it seemed like there were other like either reviews or other there, motion comics like there where are people people tried to adapt like famous like moments and arcs and things like that. And I imagine they're not. I mean, I could be wrong, but my my guess would be they're probably not as high quality as these are. But these are definitely the standout ones. Like people do have made other like of like further arcs and stuff like motion comics, but they either they lack voice acting and they're just you know like panels moving to and fro or whatever, or they're just not as well like animated or you know the, this is definitely the standout ones. 
I was just like, like I said, I, I've gotten like kind of, you know, I've gotten in the shit with Berserk now. So like, I just wanted to, you know, expose. Like, and I wasn't gonna like say, okay, you guys, like, read all three hundred and sixty-three chapters, and we'll talk about it next <laughs> week. Like, so. uh, well, I mean, you know, see, th- this is something you'll get a yes out of me on, but I think, yeah, I think if you had said read all three hundred sixty manga chapters, I'd be like, well, I'd have to, I'd have to consider that, you know. It's so like, a, and you know, like I'm sort of a, you know, I call myself like an amateur writer or whatever, but it's so like the character development, the plotting, like the mythology of the show, even like the technical aspects of it is so meticulously like plotted out and like easy to like dissect and understand. Like it, it, it I don't know. It's just, it, it really like, you know, sparked something in my imagination and that's why like i i suddenly have this like you know passion for berserk basically what in the world's going on with this armor the moment i put it on all of my pain went away no that's not it it's more like i don't care about pain anymore more important than pain is this impulse that's rising within me. I feel as though there's something violent boiling up from within. Let go. I see. Let go. This. Let go of everything. This is my. Let go. Let go of everything. Let go. I think I described to you guys like a, a few weeks ago, like later, much, much, much later in the uh, in the in the manga, Guts has his sort of Super Saiyan moment where he gets he he's kind of like beaten almost to death, and uh, a, a witch gives him the Berserker armor, which is like his like let's say his like Super Saiyan kind of thing, where it's this like black armor. And like it encloses around him and like basically what the armor does is it it whoever's fighting in the armor can't feel pain or fatigue anymore. So basically Guts can fight as hard and as long as he wants. The thing is like you can he can still be hurt and injured, but the the armor itself will basically pin your bones back into place if your bones are broken and like you just and you won't feel anything because it blunts your like pain and whatever. And the way it's introduced and the way it like ties into Guts's character development at the time, it, it's like it's like Chef's Kiss, like sublime, like it, it's like I, like I said with Puck, it both serves a technical function. It it lets Guts fight enemies he couldn't fight before, and it serves like a dramatic function where it ties into his like mental state and his like you know what his character is going on, and like I think that's like you know. Like I said, that's just excellent, like excellent writing. You know, like Justin, like how we um, we kind of criticize like the later like, you know, Dragon Ball Z transformations and stuff. Or even like you guys were talking about Bleach like or, or Naruto, like, you know, eventually like the transformations aren't special anymore. Like they just they're just tacked on. They're not they're not made to serve the character they're they're basically made to like push merch like basically like super saiyan blue like what does what does that mean to goku's character nothing it's just to sell a new action figure basically but it it feels like whenever guts gets some new gimmick or like when he got the berserker armor it's it it's like so intrinsically tied in with the plot and like his character development that it's it's i don't know it's just it, it's like so good like it's just so technically excellent like like, I don't know how else to put it. Griffin! Berserk also has, like, one of the best, like, anime slash manga antagonists of all time. Uh, this dude named Griffith. And, like, I don't want to spoil anything about him, but, like, he's, like, I don't know, just, again, like, technically, like, excellent, like, on all levels. Like, he's such a, like, and it's such, like, their rivalry is such a good, see, I, I, I don't want to, like, sort like, spoil things for you guys, but, like, I don't know if you, you are ever going to revisit Berserk or not, like. I'm, I'm fine with whatever you want to, if you want to espouse joy and, and, and talk about something, like, it's fine with me. Like basically, okay, what about you, Justin? Are you like if you if I spoil something, will you be mad or? Um, I may actually read some of the manga here later. I mean, I'm I'm like in the middle of reading 
two or three different series, but I'm kind of I am okay. I, I can be I, I can I can leave out details like I can like like basically like Griffith is designed to be like Guts's like opposite in a lot of ways, and it like Griffith is like this like you might have seen him in like the opening credits or uh, the the motion comic or the end credits. Like he's the sort of white haired like ethereal looking guy with like sort of like the like angel wing armor and like like he looks like a friggin' like he's an effeminate sort of looking like handsome guy like within like resplendent white armor and stuff and like you contrast him against guts who wears like all black and like he looks like a scary motherfucker and stuff and you like you look at them side by side and you're like who's the good guy here it's like and guts is technically like the good guy like or the protagonist but griffith looks like so like pristine and like but he's like one of the most like loathsome individuals in like manga and anime and like it's just i don't know and the the funny part is it's like he doesn't see i'm trying not to spoil things but it's like he already has what he wants so guts and guts's anger is all directed at him and he doesn't give a shit about guts but it's still like i don't know it, it's just it's so it's so good like like i said i can't express it any other way it's just so like like layered and technically excellent like the way they uh, miora like set up their like, like sort of whole relationship and rivalry and like yeah like i don't know it's just it's just so good but yeah, I think I'm I'm done gushing about Berserk. But like, I don't know. Do you guys have any final thoughts? Or I I'm I'm glad you pointed it out. I'm glad we got to see the the motion comic because I thought the motion comic was really good. And I I'm I'm interested. You know, as far as you know the the stuff that you you know sort of expounded upon for us and everything because that that gives them a lot more context into you know what what you might have to look forward to if you were going to either pursue you know watching either the various anime or or reading the manga and everything like that yeah i think i I told you guys before and it's it's like it's like if if you did decide to read berserk and I'll, i'll say this to anyone listening like it's a hard read like it's like it's i if you don't like gore and violence and like depravity basically like in in like and trust me it most of most it's not like i feel like the walking dead sometimes it's like you know just gore for the sake of gore and stuff like everything horrible that happens in berserk it's it's like plot driven like and it's it's made to me it's made to make you feel disgust or like you know hatred or like you know give you nightmares basically and i guess that's like the power of it where it like there's something behind it where you're like oh like oh my god like oh no like no i don't want to think about that like because you care about the character and stuff but like i think i told you guys like um and it it shows up at the beginning of episode two of the motion comic you know when guts is lying on the floor of his cell and that thing like appears to him like the Mm -hmm. crawling across the floor well that's basically like people call that the demon fetus and it it appears to guts and like and you don't know what the deal with it is until until you do know what the deal with it is and then you're like oh my god like oh no like no like and like that's like it's sort of it's horrific and then once you realize what the deal with it is and once you see where it goes you're kind of like oh man like okay like it's it's just it's super like it's scary and it's horrible and then once the veil of like, and it, it's kind of like a Twilight Zone thing where you don't know what this horrible thing is that's haunting guts, and like once you once the veil is like on like you know lifted off your eyes, you're like oh like I understand now like that's yeah wow okay that's like layered and deep, and of course there's the rape horse. I think I told you about the rape horse too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's a, like I said, again, there's a lot of disturbing shit in Berserk. I don't recommend it to everyone, but there's also a lot of rewarding, like, mythology that uh, Miura, like, lays out. Like, his art, like, evolved, like, say what you will about the hiatuses and the, like, delays. His art is gorgeous, like, as of, like, even the most recent chapters. But even, like, you know, you can see it evolve over the course of the 300 and something chapters that like his he, you can see why it takes so much time and like you know he he's very meticulous i mean I, I guess you know derek how you you know you like you know akira like all colored and stuff like you know people yeah, would kill yeah. to see like all of berserk like color yeah, and like yeah. you know 
guess I guess it's just a bunch of dark horse phone books, huh? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh well, that's too a bunch bad. of coloring books. I so, like. I I mean, I liked some of those, like some of those covers I saw of things like that. Those look pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's about it then. Like, like Derek, you want to do the usual uh, thing? Yeah, yeah. If you have any comments, questions, and or concerns, if uh, if you have something against rape horses and demon fetuses, uh, feel free to send us angry, angry emails at fanholspodcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the backlog of episodes of Big in Japan, you can check them out over on the fanholspodcast.blogspot.com. You can direct download all the backlog of episodes. But in addition to that, we can be streamed. We can be streamed on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Spotify, and Amazon Music. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. And I think think we're on all kinds of social media talking about demon fetuses and shit uh we're on <laughs> twitter <laughs> tumblr instagram facebook and we appreciate all the likes hearts and shares that we receive thank you derek so this is mike signing off this is derek derek wc signing off justin dis justin dis justin dis Holes was far too large to be called a podcast. Massive, heavy, and far too long. Indeed, <laughs> it was like a hulking mass of audio. Uh. What the suck, though? Like, I was actually looking to see if there had been any, like, you know, figure arts or anything of Berserk characters. And there are, but of course, they're like friggin' super expensive now. And there's like yeah. Chinese like knockoffs of them that like have like zero stars on Amazon that are like no don't buy this it falls apart like so 
Yeah, I, I saw maybe a Figma of like his his super suit you were talking about, and oh. it was really expensive. And this this was like recently, and I was like, hey, Mike likes Berserk, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe uh-huh. the, I, I, maybe it's like buying a row on his horse or something expensive, right? Griffith. Are all of those games Japanese only? No, I think they're actually subbed in English. Oh. Like I, I think I don't know if they were released in America, but they were sub. Like they, they do have an English subtrack, like oh. the PS2 games do. But like, but it's like it, it was before, like sort of like Berserk was more like like localized. So instead of like calling him Guts, like in the the subtitles, they call him like Gatsu, like G A T S U, mm. Gatsu. But yeah, th- those video games actually adapt like what the 2016 like manga tried to or anime tried to adapt but like i said like there's all these comparison videos of like man this ps2 cutscene did it so much better than the 2016 anime like what the fuck man like i think there's a look up justin like when you get a chance like look up on youtube i think it's like one second of every episode of bad berserk or something and it's like one second of animation from every all 26 of those like 2016 episodes of berserk mm. it's like the worst second of animation from every episode <laughs> like like there's one where like guts has his shirt off and his like rib cage is up on his chest for some reason like that's that's how the fist of the blue sky thing was i was like ew no and you know what they do too it's like it's like cell shaded cgi and then they put all this like cross hatching over it so mm, it looks yes. like like they're trying to add like some uh, some kind of depth to it but it just looks like everyone's made of wood or something yeah it doesn't work i i mean i get the aesthetic they're going for they want you to feel like this is the manga like in 3d but it doesn't work at all people also make fun of the fact that like 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 I said, like they, everyone takes the Dragon Slayer really seriously, and they're like, you know, the Dragon Slayer has to sound right, and like they feel like everyone makes fun of the fact that in the 2016 anime, the Dragon Slayer sounds like like pots and pans hitting things when it hits like someone like, and what they 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 add in that pots and pans like sound effect where whenever guts hits anything with the sword, no matter if it's metal or not, so. Even a tree. Yeah, like if he hit. Well, there's like, there's okay. The little girl from that first episode of the '97 manga. Eventually, she dies and becomes a zombie, and guts has to kill her. So when they adapted that scene in the 2016 manga, like our anime, when he hits her with the dragon's lair, it goes Kong. Like, <laughs> like human flesh does not make that noise. Get it in! I was also going to joke that, like, when I was said, like, Guts has some DNA from Ash from him, and I'm like, not Ash from Evil Dead, Ash from Pokemon, like, because he <laughs> hunts down monsters. Like, <laughs> but instead of, like, capturing them in little balls, he, like, dismembers them. It's like, Team Demon Fetus is blasting off again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.